Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Fundamentals Podcast. I'm your host, Harley. Joining me on this particular episode is my good friend and gifted musician, Matthew North. Matthew enjoys a wide range of music, but one that's always been very central to him is the blues. So we sit down to talk about why that is and where you can begin if you want to know more. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, and thank you, Matt, for coming on Fundamentals. Thank you very much. That's all right, my friend. So, uh, when we spoke about what topic you were going to go for, you decided to go for blues guitar. So, it's quite quite a broad subject. So, um, I thought maybe just to sort of start off with, we just kind of ask you, when were you introduced to blues guitar as a genre? Well, uh, I wouldn't know because it, I would have been so young. Okay. So I, I've just, I've known, I've, I've kind of been influenced by that all my life, basically. Oh, that's cool. So it's something that's, that's always been there. That's amazing. So why have you, uh, have you stuck with it then? It's always been there because music comes in and comes out of our lives, you know, throughout. So what is it about blues that's always held a special place then for you? I, I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like, because of its influence uh, on my my taste in music growing up, it's it's kind of become how I hear um, guitar playing and how it's it, it has I would say it's shaped the way uh, that I play as well. Um, so it, it's one of those things. It's it's been hard for me to ever let go of because I just find it exciting. I find it fun. Um, That's yeah. Awesome. That's really cool. So. That- you just said something that was quite interesting then. you That's how you hear music. What do you mean by that? So it's, it's, quite a, it's quite a weird way of saying it, but whenever I'm listening to any sort of track, it didn't even have to be blues music. Um, I often kind of, I often kind of try and hear um, guitar, how a guitar would work on certain tracks. Um, I could be listening to anything. It could be pop, it could be a rock song, it could be some jazz. Um, but if if I can if I can hear um, a melody that would fit, say even something as basic as the pentatonic scale, it kind of I I I, I kind of connect with music on that level. And even if it's not blues, I kind of I feel like you know what this this still this still has a scope within blues. You know what I mean? Like there is something there and I feel like I, I hear that in, in a lot of music. No, I totally agree. And I feel that you definitely hear that in a lot of songs, not necessarily just blues as well, but because I, th- I guess all music, whether it's new, especially newer stuff is building off of what's previously existed. And mm. like you say, stuff like blues guitar is was kind of the origin of a lot of guitar playing. You know, as you know, mm. I'm a huge like rock and metal fan. But yeah, mm. I have to acknowledge the roots, you know, going right the way back, you know, all the, all the way to guys like Hendrix, you know, and um, Eric Clapton and people like that, who, as you say, they, they utilized blues guitar playing and just took the instrument and the whole genre and just sort of set it into another level. And now there's all this really mm. cool stuff out there. And um, I just wanted to ask you then, so who, who are your favorites 
in in terms of blues then because it's, it's, it's a huge spectrum you can choose from oh it's massive yeah um i mean to be fair it's one of those i could just name so many artists um i guess who but, are the more like influential ones to you then like does it spring to your mind pretty much straight away um the ones that i feel like uh have really had an impact um on me and you know uh, worldwide are probably people like uh bb uh, king obviously um muddy waters um they they are really cemented um as uh, you know players that that took it and and made it almost like you know like a staple yeah um so and they they brought so much emotion to it as well um there's you know that they they really kind of uh show the world what blues what blues was about i feel mm. um, you know i agree man i and i think you just hit upon something really uh really interesting there that i think and correct me if i'm wrong here the many one of the reasons why people gravitate towards blues guitar or blues music in general is because what you just said it's about the emotion they can put so much yeah. feeling into a song and i don't i'm probably going to misquote this but <laughs> i remember seeing a quote somewhere in a guitar shop it was Jimi hendrix and it was something along the lines of you know anyone can play the can play blues but not everyone can feel it mm. and that, that's the difference anyone like you say can learn the scales and the chords and put it together but yeah it takes someone special to hit the note in the right place and so yeah bb king i mean what like you say muddy water straight away that's an awesome one to start with any others Oh, there's loads. Uh, obviously, there's uh, there's the man himself, Robert Johnson, who was uh, one of the pioneers um, back in back in the day. He's got a really weird backstory, as a lot of people know. But he wasn't, um, you know, like a lot of people, he he wasn't famous until after his death. Um, so he his legacy lives on now. But um, you oh, wouldn't really? never come around to see it. Um, oh, I had and, no idea. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he was one of the earliest examples of uh you know uh, a blues uh, legend um but uh yeah so, so people like him obviously they have a, had a big impact um and more of an impact now than obviously they did at the time but i think they don't a lot of the players then didn't realize the impact that they would have on the music of the future uh, very true it's quite crazy to think of it that way <laughs> yeah no you're right yeah um but uh yeah other guitarists uh there are there are ones i think there's a difference between guitarists that emulate and guitarists that you know really set new boundaries um so that that's what makes the difference between someone like Jimi hendrix and someone like who plays like Jimi hendrix um <laughs> yeah you know it, it is completely different um there's nothing wrong with um learning uh, a hendrix tune playing exactly like he would and I've done this before. I've seen this. Um, I've seen videos online of people that can play, you know, incredibly well. Um, they either play really tight or they've got their own style, and it's great. And I think there's so many good guitar players out there. But you know, what really sets them apart is how their emotion comes out through their playing. Um, and I've seen, um, I've seen videos of people play um, a certain song note for note. And it still doesn't capture the same emotion, you know. Yeah, that that's so interesting. You say that because, um, as you know, you know, I'm like you, mate. I'm a big, big guitar fan, and 
there is that debate out there of people that go and spend thousands of pounds on all the gear and they like you say they try and learn these songs note for note and they can get everything set up exactly the same way that say like Hendrix for example would have has his uh, Stratocaster set up. Yeah. And I have the same amp, the same pedals, everything. And you're right, it just won't be the same. It is no. it's ne- it's never the same because you you're not Hendrix and it's not to be disparaging as you say it's to encourage someone else to go and find their voice. So I'm with you there. I think blues is an excellent example of how musicians are, can often um you can just do the simple things right. There's a lot of bends, there's a lot of vibrato, so anyone who's listening who's not a guitar player is basically the kind of technique that isn't overly complicated, but it takes a lot of feel to get it right, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's fantastic. Uh, just sort of going back a little bit then, so you mentioned B.B. King and you mentioned uh, Muddy Waters. If I was a complete newbie to this then, let's say I'm, I'm never listened to any blues in my life is there any album that you'd recommend is like start here start with this one or start with this track and kind of work your way through it i mean spotify is amazing and and places like that you can just get loads of playlists nowadays but is there any one in particular that you'd be like no this is like quintessential blues or quintessential bb king for example um yeah i mean you can go through a lot of the albums i feel like what you're really looking for is is maybe a killer track that will really spark that kind of uh what's it called that magic yeah um so ones like uh managed boy by muddy waters it's it's one of those it's quite recognizable um if you didn't know muddy waters it would be uh you, you it's one of those you, you've probably at least heard the a cover of it even before um but yeah, no, it's it's one of those that kind of um, it, it's simple. It's got a, a nice groove, and it just it just completes it completely kind of sets the tone um, when it comes to to, blue, uh, to blues, especially roots. Um, so I feel like that's a good place to start. It, it's it's very simple, in fact. Um, it's not one of those where anybody comes in with a crazy solo. Um, but Muddy Waters as well. What's good about him is he's got a real presence. In his voice as well, so it really complements his guitar playing. All right. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's that's a good place to start. Um, awesome, thank you. No, that's cool, man. I appreciate the uh, the recommendation. We're happy happily trying to get more of those as we go along. It's always good to have a little reference to somewhere to start. But so for yourself personally, then, and I feel like I'm throwing lots of questions. <laughs> no, that's cool. But it's yeah. all good. With um, so you've mentioned. Let me see, Muddy Waters, BB King, Hendrix, a lot of the sort of the classic really. What about modern day? Is there anyone now that you feel, you know, like blues wise that brings something out and you feel like, yes, I have to get that first day of release, I have to hear it? Yeah, I, I feel like there are there are um really capture magic. Um there are players like uh Joe Bonamassa, you know, oh, who's, yeah, you know, kind of made a, a really successful career actually. Um, in, oh, in yeah. the blues scene, he's he's he, he's a, a shining example of how it, he you know blues is still making waves in the modern day. Um, yeah, that's true. Also, yeah. um, there's a well, I'd say more more like more towards pop. I'd say John Mayer as well. 
um, who mm. has grown up with a lot of blues influence. I know that um, looking into it, I know he's he's grown up with a lot of that. So his his playing is more blues derived, um, and and he's he's one of the more popular ones. Um, yeah. So people that you know, people that aren't necessarily even into their blues will listen to John Mayer, and um, and he's had quite an impact as well on, on all sorts, all sorts of people. Um, when it comes to playing um, and and just pure. Uh, talent and emotion. I feel like uh, one I, one that I've mentioned before is Eric Giles um, or Giles. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. <laughs> no, um, me neither. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I know I, you're on about. Yeah. I was literally um, I was watching I was watching some of his stuff um, just on YouTube, and he I can't describe his playing because it's 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 this so raw. Okay, um, no, raw raw's good. It, I like raw. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely it's definitely a bit of a throwback when it comes to blues. He 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 has got that. Um, I hate to use the word. Uh, I, I hate to use the name Hendrix um, too much because it's a bit cliche. But he has got that kind of um, that rawness that Hendrix captured. Um, so he he's he's for me he's probably the one that comes one of the closest to that, um, and he's carried on that kind of legacy. Amazing. I like that. Yeah. No, he's. All those three names you just mentioned there—you see them if you go and look up blues guys now, but you know modern day. Yeah, they're mm. probably like the top three that will come up in your sort of Google searches and what have you. Mm. Um, but that's that's really interesting. So it's the raw kind of emotion that you like to hear come through on the instrument. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, because I think because blues is su- is such a simple way to express yourself in music. It, it, unless at, at its at its core, it is quite simple. Um, that's why emotion is so important because without it, it's just a bunch of notes. Um, and anybody can play, you know, anybody can play a blues lick or anybody can play, you know, just a simple, you know, 12 bar blues. What sets you apart from, you know, some of these people is that is it how, how basically how you play it and how, and the story you're telling as well. Um, mm. that's what it's about. Yeah, I, I, I'm totally with you there. I agree. That's I think for guitar playing in general, when, when people ask me, like, you know, why do you love the instrument so much? It's for that exact reason. Like you say, you can tell a story. Hmm. The right player with the right kind of feel can hit the notes. Um, and then the notes that make you feel, the notes, the notes make you think. As much as I love all the technical stuff, and, you know, I, I'll, I quite like, said, rock and metal. I, I love all the guys doing all, you know, doing shred and stuff, and I have a deep appreciation for what they do. But the best, even the best uh, versions of those types of guitar players are the ones that know when to stop every now mm. and then and hit a note. And 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 again, they'll always quote Hendrix and Jimmy Page, and and they'll look to guys like Joe Bonamassa and John Mayer, and they'll say, "Well, what are these guys doing?" And they'll take lessons from them, and they'll want to sort of borrow bits from it because you're right. It, it's such a raw. I love that word. That's perfect. It's, it is. It's raw in its um, approach. So um, what kind of stuff do you like to write then? Because I've heard a lot of your music and I, I could hear there's bits of, of blues. So what elements do you like to sort of cherry pick for yourself? Um, well, when it comes to writing, it's a bit strange because I've, I've kind of ventured into um, areas I wouldn't normally feel comfortable in. Um, I've, I've strayed. The reason I've even strayed from, from blues in the first place is because I feel like like I said, I don't feel like I could quite capture the same emotion. 
Um, I feel like I'm not in the position to do that. Um, but I love playing blues. I, I do love it. Um, I think for me, because I'm, I'm, I'm working on a project now, um, projects I've done before were more kind of um, rhythm and blues focused um, and more kind of um, even, even more hip hop inspired. I've kind of tried to move away from that now to uh, a more kind of alternative take on uh, on some some of my some some of my kind of influences. I listen to a lot of uh, Indian alternative music now, so I feel like I'm trying to explore things creatively. But like I said, when I listen back to some of this stuff, I do still hear like just an inkling of kind of where this has all come from. I'm like, you know what? Like if I played solo over this in like a blue scale it would fit and it would fit nicely um so it's one of those where i'm kind of like even though i've strayed from blues in that sense i'm still kind of looking for ways to kind of be like how can i add my own flavor to this you know um so that's where i kind of stand with my writing i suppose that's perfect and where do you see blues music going or blues guitar music going i just wonder with the way music is, seems to be constantly evolving in people's tastes, where do you see the blues sort of fitting in with that? I feel like it's one of those that's constantly in a state of flux because it's it's so adaptable. Um, and the way it's kind of inserted itself into um, different genres now seamlessly um, has kind of is kind of pointing out to me that it will live on practically forever at this point. <laughs> um, and I feel like it will, it will definitely stand the test of time because, because like I said, of how simple it is and how much emotion it can evoke um, in its many forms, whether it's blues rock, whether it's roots, whether it's, you know, uh, soulful or, or more jazz orientated. It doesn't, I don't think it matters how it's expressed just the fact that it is expressed in those forms means that it it has a very large impact. And I don't think that's ever going to change, really. Um, so you, you can see now, can you, you see now what's mainstream, you know, a lot of pop and hip hop and um, a, a lot of, um, a lot of what the 2010s especially focused on was um, going back to times when uh, certain music, was more more was more kind of uh, mainstream like a lot of soul um a lot of uh kind of yeah, even even blues i think that the the way we listen to music will always take us back to the beginning in the sense that you what we listen to now is is almost an echo of just where it started. So, so things aren't necessarily different, they're just they're just kind of an extension of where we've come from. I don't know if that makes sense, but it no, makes that, sense that, in my head. That, that, makes, like. that makes perfect sense. And you've got a point, absolutely. I can't remember where I heard this, but I did hear someone on like a radio or something talking about how popular music kind of goes through certain cycles. Yeah. So yeah, it would make sense, like you say, something has, has had as much of an impact as blues has for it to always be in the ether somewhere it's not going away anytime soon mm. um, as you say i mean just sort of talking guitar talk then i mean when you said joe bonamassa i yeah i, I was just like yes 
give that guy a shout yeah, out. He's course, yeah. so good. He's so very talented. Good. I'm not a big fan of, and this might get me some hate, but I I don't necessarily get on with like Les Paul guitars. So for anyone yeah. who doesn't know, go and Google them. You'll recognize them straight away because yeah. everyone who's you know ever played guitar has played them. I mean, they're solid instruments. Don't get me wrong, but they are heavy as anything. And I, it's a it's a preference thing, isn't it? You pick up an instrument. Oh, absolutely. Where do you groove with yeah, it? I'm more of a Fender man myself. So I understand. Yeah, I, I kind of go more down that road myself now. Um, but having said that, that guy can play a Les Paul. Yeah. He makes yeah. me want one. And it's like you say, oh, yeah. just because of the way he hits that note at the right way. And you, you can go and look up all the videos of, you know, how to play like Joe Bonamassa. And as you say, the scales, if you're a guitarist listening to this, the scales and the things that he uses aren't complicated. But no. it's the way he uses them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it takes so much more talent and skill, I think, to know when to stop on a note and bend and add a bit of vibrato or feel to it as opposed to just play the scale, you know, as fast as you yeah. can. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like there's there's so many, like, like I said, I could list so many guitarists that have done that. Um, one of the more notable ones for me, I feel, is um, Dave Gilmore um, of Pink Floyd. Yes. Um, arguably one of the best guitarists of all time. You know, uh, he, he's, he, he kind of, um, I feel like he really did, again, raise the bar when it came to, uh, to guitars kind of presence in in blues rock and and even pro progressive um rock um so he, he's he again is kind of a massive kind of icon um for me as well um i was listening recently to uh comfortably numb um, by pink floyd uh but i was listening to the uh, live version on the pulse album which is a live album um which is if you're a pink floyd fan absolutely fantastic album um and I'm not one for live albums, so that's kind of it goes to show how how good that album really is. It's just fantastic. Um, but Dave Gilmore's rendition of the the solo on on Comfortably Numb and that uh, that track is just it's absolutely mind blowing. If you get a chance to listen to it, it's it's just something else. Um, it's up there as as one of the one of the best, if not the best, guitar solo of all time for me. Um, mm. So yeah, he, he's definitely one that can. Uh, that can evoke a certain kind of emotion. It gives me chills almost, I think. Yeah, and I get that is the sign of a great musician full stop. But just you made me think of something there, actually, talking about blues. And, and again, for anyone who maybe thinks I'm not a big fan of blues or I don't know where to begin, absolutely, you've got some recommendations straight away of artists here that we're just talking about. And, you know, we mentioned the Muddy Waters song right at the start, if you want to go to the origins. But if you think about guitar solos, right, I mean, everyone's heard a guitar solo, at least one in their life. If you haven't, I mean, well done. I don't know what you've done. <laughs> <we've> done. <laughs> they're everywhere. You know, and you look at music throughout history. When you say to people, you know, oh, pick your, I don't know, top five, top ten guitar solos. And like you say, people would think, oh, yeah, Comfy Numb, Pink Floyd. Um, you know, like Sweet Child of Mine, Slash. Um, yeah. You know, Jimmy, uh, Jimi Hendrix, we might think, you know, like all along the Watchtower. Uh off the top of my head, Jimmy Page, you know, Stay Away to Heaven. The list goes on. But just all those examples, even if those guys, some of those guys aren't blues players, 
the, the roots of what they're doing in the solos are blues techniques or scales or like you say you can kind of trace it back to the art and, and that's where people look for, mm. for wanting if they want to develop feeling in their playing is you will go and look at people like david gilmore and you'll sort of watch what he does and go right okay i need to do more of that i need to stop and hit the note and as you say yeah. make it raw try and add something to the song yeah. um not just i'm going to play some notes over a backing track uh, it yeah, takes a lot of time to develop that but you're right if, if you want to get good at that sort of thing or if you just want to appreciate it here are some players straight away that you can go and do that with um oh absolutely john mayer i have to admit i don't know an awful lot about him i i keep seeing him making waves in the music scene so you said he's more sort of pop as opposed to or blue or he's kind of a blend of the two what do you mean by that exactly John Mayer. So even I don't listen to much John Mayer, but I know that he's um, really taken to the stage in a big way. Um, he's played with a lot of legends as well. Um, from what I've read, he um, he did he was more pop orientated, but then kind of moved more to his his kind of uh, his I want to say blues kind of uh, upbringing. I, f- I feel I think from what I've read, he he was he was kind of brought up. Um, with a lot of blues influence um so i think that for him was was where his kind of heart lied so um he he is a he is a like pop musician by definition but definitely more blues influence um and his guitar playing that's awesome man that's homework for for me then to go and and listen to more of him because every uh guitarist i know has said you know yes go and listen to him he's awesome so i'll add that onto the list just trying to think oh have you heard of ainsley lester i'm not sure if i'm saying it right but um, i don't think i have um no that's cool he's kind of um sort of a lower key blues guy but he's awesome the band are absolutely awesome i i saw them at a um the a blues festival not very far from where we are and i got talking to the guy afterwards and he was one of those like custom 60s fender strat kind of guy you know and just super yeah, nice yeah. but wow could he play and the tone that he had coming out of the um the stage was awesome but i just remember they ended the show with a cover of uh, purple rain because it was it was the year oh, yeah. that um that prince died oh and, i see yeah of course. and it was an awesome cover though it was absolutely yeah. phenomenal i mean it's a great song anyway um yeah but for him to do that sort of adding some blue stuff on top was phenomenal so yeah ainsley lester if you get a chance check them out because i've seen him okay in, yeah He's doing the guitar circuits a lot. I've seen him at shows and sort of demos and things like that. And yeah, super nice guy and really, really awesome uh, blues player. So, okay, cool. Like you mentioned covers as well, and I feel like that's something um, that's good to touch on because yes, please. You know, a cover is is something that's not always easy to get right because you can go one of two ways. You can either copy the original which is pretty much pointless um or, or you can you know add your own flavor to it and that's risky because you know people will then always make a comparison um so you know th- there's there's always like oh well you know yeah but the original was better um and in some cases uh, you do get some cases where um the the cover is the better is the better version of uh, a track yeah i um, think it's you yeah 
yeah, I mean, all of the long, all along the Watchtower is one of them. Um, uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> so Jimi Hendrix was was one of the, you know, one of the people to do that. Oh, he was. But just on that note, I've always felt that Bob Dylan was like probably the greatest songwriter, one of the greatest songwriters ever, undoubtedly. But he's yeah. also the guy that's you know, whose songs has probably been covered the most, and yeah. every version that comes out is better. <laughs> well, you know, there you go. <laughs> I kind so, of feel uh, for him. I mean, to be fair, he, he was just literally an acoustic guitar and, you know, his voice and that was it. So, of course, anyone, yeah. like you say, like Hendrix comes along and does what he does on top of it. Or I think of uh, Rage Against the Machines, Maggie's Farm. That's an insane oh, cool. yeah, yeah. cover. So good. But yeah. like, any band that comes along and just adds their thing on top. Fair yeah. enough. But sorry, you were saying so. No, no honestly, I, I was just going to say, like, there's some great covers out there as well. Um, some that have even outdone the originals um there's there's been several covers of certain songs that you just think wow every even if it doesn't i don't think at the end of the day i don't think it matters which one's better than the other i think as long as they add their own flavor to to the piece or they add their their own um kind of uh, their own like little it's, it's all about perspective i feel so for example um you you, you can have two of the exact same song but because two different people are playing them, you've got these, it's almost like it is just a different perspective and it just sheds a whole new light on a piece that you once thought you knew really well, you know? So it, it's kind of like quite interesting to look at it that way. Um, there's several people that have uh, done covers of uh, Little Wing, um, Steve Ray Vaughan, who's another influence of mine. Oh yeah, um, yeah, Steve Ray Vaughan. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Very good player. And his cover of Little Wing was absolutely fantastic. It you is. Didn't, yeah. Um, didn't have any vocals on his on his cover. Um, he literally just let the guitar do all the work, and it is absolutely beautiful. Um, and I know Sting did a cover of Little Wing as well, which is also very good. Um, but uh, yeah, again, very, two very different takes on the same song, and it, you can enjoy them both in their own in their own right. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, it's funny. I've only ever done one of the recordings, so this is behind the scenes for people listening <laughs> at this moment in time. Um, in Murder Recording, we were talking about this on our on a completely different subject. This is something, and I feel we're gonna we're gonna find this as we go along. That as you go in the sort of the fan base and the community, you do get people kind of splinter off and form very hardline opinions. So when you're talking about covers, you will get people that will fall into the camp of no, it's the original and nothing else, and other people that will go no, the cover's better. And you know, and I I agree with you. It's a it's completely perspective. It's completely whichever one speaks to you the most. Always acknowledge the original because without it, the cover doesn't exist. But other than that, who cares? I don't know how often I'll ask these kind of questions, but just to kind of give us a more balanced perspective, I guess, for now. Is there anything about the genre that you don't like or anything that's, you know, not really to your tastes or sort of like, you know, your least favorite thing about it? Um, I feel like there's not really anything I dislike about blues, um, except when it's perhaps used as a gimmick in certain um, instances. For example, there's, there's certain tracks I've, I've heard beforehand in other genres such as hip hop or uh, like uh, neo soul and modern kind of R&B, where they'll kind of They'll, they'll insert some sort of uh, guitar piece that's supposed to be bluesy or 
you know, but it's all a bit ham-fisted. So it's kind of like, mm, this, doesn't, this doesn't sit right. You know, you can see what they're trying to do. They're trying to be like, you know, hey, look, this is cool. We're, we're, we're blues or, you know, it's just, it's just like, you know what? Just stick to what you do best. You know, the guitarist, they get into the, you know, the, into the session might be, you know, not quite, not quite there yet with his skills or it might just sound a bit off um, or it might just sound out of place. Um, so I feel like it can be used um, as a, a bit, a bit of a gimmick sometimes. And I, I'm not too keen on that. Okay, that's fair enough. I mean, you, you've answered that really well because I realised I asked you like three questions in one. Then sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's, <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. There's nothing wrong with genre blending, but you're right. If it's just tacked on at the end as a bit of a, you know, oh, what about this? You know, like, well, yeah, yeah. What was the point in that? You know? <laughs> well, yeah, if it's not cohesive, it's kind of like, well, you know what, you just ruined. Yeah, and like, as you say, that, <laughs> yeah, and as you say, there's perfectly good artists, people like John Mayer, for example, that are in the public conscious, I guess, consciousness is the word. Mm. Um, so you, you can go and find that music out there, and it's it's done well. Mm. Or even it's just occurred to me, Black Keys. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. So one one yeah. of the best examples of, as you say, kind of blues music. I mean, every album they do is slightly different to the other as well, which I really yeah. like. And it's nice and simple, and yet, you know, who, who doesn't know gold on the yeah. ceiling? You know. Oh, exactly, and they've they've created they've almost created pretty much like anthems, haven't they, for yeah. for our modern day? Um, and that's a great example of how um, blues has influenced uh, modern music, um, and even outside of blues, there's um, there's a lot of uh, kind of uh, kind of throwbacks. To, to to you know different times um i, d I don't know if you've um, kind of been keeping track of uh, what i some of the things i post on social media i do i do Have. talk about tame impala a lot um he's, he's <laughs> one of my well yeah one of my favorite artists at the moment um okay. just because of the sounds that he's been able to capture a more psychedelic kind of uh, vibe especially on his older albums um and it's just yeah he's just great i think the, the fact like what you were saying earlier about the cycles of music kind of coming back you know so excuse me yeah, no, that's that... definitely something that uh, appeals to me that's awesome yeah and I, I guess really what we're kind of getting at then are the, the core reason to go and check this stuff out is because a it's probably already in the music that you're listening to you just don't realize it and b there's a whole other world of it that you can go and explore like you say, yeah. whether you go back to the early days, the roots, kind of the muddy waters, BB King, I mean, sadly, we lost him a few years ago. And yeah. I think after that happened, I, I personally went back and just listened to a whole bunch of his albums and didn't realize just how good he was. You know, I, yeah. I always knew he was the king, you know, yeah. no pun intended. And then, um, yeah, listening to it, it was like, yeah, I can, I see why people love this guy. And then you've got Hendrix and, um, you know, all the stuff that he's done. I'd actually recommend checking out the Valleys of Neptune, that uh, sort of recording that they, air quotes, dug up uh, about 10 years ago and released. That's got some great instrumental tracks. I think there's a cover of Sunshine of Your Love by Cream, and it's incredible. It goes off on a solo for like about five, six minutes, and it's awesome. Um, and then you, uh, can right, okay. yeah. you can work your way up. You can go through sort of rock bands, and then you, you can get to modern day. If you like, like say anthems, you want something more poppy. You've got John Mayer, Black Keys. You know, you want to yeah. go 
more into the the soul and the groove. You can go down Joe Bonamassa's route. Um, yeah. There's so much potential and scope for it. And above all else, as you say, it's the kind of music that it's all about feeling. I'm, I'm going to yeah. keep coming back to it. It's that word raw. It is, like yeah. you said, like it's it very few genres of music where you can you can really feel what the person's talking about in the song. Yeah, it is so. one of those. That it, it's as it, at its most basic form. It is just the blues was always about you know expressing. It, it's quite sad in a way because blues was about expressing your your, your innermost problems. I suppose um, you know a lot of what these blues singers um, kind of. Uh, preach about is their, their struggles and that's why it's called yeah. the blues and you, you've well, got yeah. a case of the blues it's, it is it is emotionally very raw um but people have kind of adapted that so well over the years and i think that's why it's just had so much of an impact yeah and from what you said earlier it's not going away anytime soon if anything it's just more exciting it's it's something yeah. to watch for the future so that is awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Yeah. And there we have it. The third episode of Fundamentals Down. Thank you so much to Matthew for coming on and talking to me about blues music. I hope you guys really enjoyed it and now have some ideas on where to begin if you didn't already know. You can reach me on the social medias at Instagram and Twitter, both at Pod. Come on down, give us a like, join the discussion. Every episode, I'm putting up a post asking for your recommendations. So, tell me what you love about the blues. And if you don't know, check out the post. You'll have recommendations. It's a win-win either way. Also, I want to say a big thank you to my mystery person who left me a lovely five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That was really lovely. Thank you. You made my day. Also want to give a big shout out to Helen over at the Business in the Community Northern Ireland for all your help with the logo. Helen, I'd be lost without you. And finally, if you're interested in coming on to the show and talking to me about your chosen passion, hobby or interests, then reach out to me. I currently have guest spots available and I'm open to ideas. You can reach me at Twitter and Instagram, both at FundamentalsPod as previously stated. Thank you once again for checking this out. I really appreciate it. Until next time, stay tuned and stay safe.